With us today is uh, former Congressman Peter King, and he is very upset about what the heck is going on in Israel, in Palestine, with, uh, with Hamas. Um, Congressman King, tell us, uh, give us an update uh, uh, on your thoughts. Yeah, John, I have found this whole situation uh, when Hamas brutally attacked Israel, killing civilians for the sake of killing civilians, men, women, children, kidnapping people, taking hostages. This was all terrorism from beginning to end. Israel is a victim. Israel is obviously going to fight back, not out of revenge or even retaliation, but to remove Hamas is a threat to their people, to the Israeli people going forward. And all the talk after the first couple of days, everybody felt sorry for Israel in the first day or two. Since then, though, you see in the media, uh, the concern is more about, is Israel going to go too far? Uh, how are the Palestinians going to be treated? What exactly is Israel's strategy? You know, this would be like if after uh, World War II, after Pearl Harbor, the beginning of World War II, if they asked FDR, FDR, was he going to ask for a ceasefire? Ask FDR, was he going to overreact against Japan? Or asking uh, Churchill and FDR if they were going to overreact against Hitler? And then going street by street in Germany to see how many civilians might have been killed, or how many buildings may have been destroyed. And we saw early, also earlier in the week when uh, a hospital was blown up, which was a tragedy, uh, and immediately the media ran with the story that it was probably Israel. And that was based on Hamas reporting. And then when the intelligence comes out, it's basically obvious that it was a uh, Hamas rocket. It was one of their own rockets which destroyed the, uh, the hotel, uh, the, excuse me, the hospital. So this is, to me, uh, we have to get our morals straight here. There's no... Uh, a moral equivalence between Israel and Hamas, just like there was none between the United States and Hitler, or the United States and Hirohito in Japan. And we have to accept the fact that there, are, there is right and there is wrong, there is good and there is evil. And uh, right now, there's no doubt in my mind, and there shouldn't be not any doubt in anyone's mind, that Israel is on the side of right, Hamas is on the side of evil, and there's more involved here than just Israel. I mean, this is the, you know, the Middle East we're talking about. We're talking about Hamas is just a tool and a weapon of uh, Iran, uh, as is Hezbollah is controlled by Iran. And this is an attempt by uh, Iran to gain control of the Middle East, become more of a world power, and ultimately be a threat to the United States. This just is, uh, and yet we have university presidents and students and uh, people out there demonstrating in behalf of the Palestinians, in behalf of Hamas, against Israel. I must say a bit of personal pride. I'm glad that Notre Dame and a number of other universities signed on with Yeshiva to basically say this is a, a very basic issue, that uh, Israel is right, Hamas is wrong, and all people of good conscience have to stand with Israel. But uh, there's so many other schools, John, we've seen it, whether it's Harvard or Penn, we can get down yeah. the list. Uh, you know, and there's so much turmoil on that. But Congressman, almost everybody uh, realizes that the only people capable of giving him those weapons and giving him the money, and, and to me, it looks like they that uh, uh, Iran uh, hired a bunch of thugs, gave them uh, uh, guns, uh, gave them uh, gave them probably. Paid them each five thousand, ten thousand dollars a piece for their families, 
And they said, go ahead, here, here's the guns, here's the money for your families, go in there and kill Israelis. And I don't know if there was 5,000 of them or 10,000 of them. And uh, one of the uh, challenges they have is they go and hide in, in, into uh, Gaza, where there's 2 million Palestinians, and who knows how many of them are, uh, are supporters and how many of them are just working people. How do, how John, do we get I, those I, five or 10,000 or 20,000 and kill the heck out of them? Yeah, and I, I agree that Hamas is like an agent here or a front man, a front man or a gang uh, hired by Iran. This is Iran is the driving force behind all of this. Hamas wouldn't exist if it weren't for Iran. And Hamas would not have risked this type of attack on Israel if it didn't believe that Iran was standing behind it. Just like with Hezbollah, which is up in the uh, uh, northern part in uh, uh, Lebanon. Uh, so, no, this is Iran. And it really it bothers me that President Biden almost never mentions Iran's name. First of all, he said there's no conclusive proof that Iran is behind this. Meanwhile... It never stopped the Democrats from saying that uh, Donald Trump was an agent of Russia when there was no evidence. Here you have overwhelming evidence that Iran is behind this and the administration is, you know, is, it seems totally reluctant to say that. I think it's because they made a big mistake early on in the Biden administration when they uh, decided to try to get close to Iran, get back into a nuclear deal with Iran. Uh, restricting the uh, embargo on Iran, now allowing them to sell a lot more oil, bringing in billions of dollars. And then, in, in addition to that, you have the six hundred, the uh, six billion that they gave back to Iran. Congressman, the other day we spoke about it. Uh, Iran was never supposed to produce more than four hundred thousand barrels a day. Uh, the Trump administration had them under restrictions. And all of a sudden, you blink your eyes, and they're producing right now 3.4 million barrels a day, and they're making $2 billion a week in extra cash. And you know where that cash goes to? Terrorism. Terrorism, absolutely. Shouldn't the Biden administration have some responsibility towards that? I think they have a major responsibility for it. And when I said before the $6 billion went to Iran, now they're saying it's being held. The fact is... They had, they were able to use that. They had, they were able to say they had the six billion dollars coming in and improve this their economic status, and that just showed the whole mindset of the Biden administration. Now, I think John, they have tremendous responsibility, unfortunately, for even the attack. Because again, say we worried about Donald Trump, nobody attacked Israel when Donald Trump was the president. Uh, Soleimani, he was killed by uh, Trump. Uh, Russia never attacked Ukraine. We get down there as China never spoke about attacking Taiwan. And yet, as soon as Joe Biden came in and the way he pulled out of Afghanistan, uh, how he said mixed signals on so many different issues, and how, listen, he snubbed uh, Netanyahu last month during the U.N. Uh, general session in New York. Netanyahu was one of the only world leaders who was not invited to the White House, of the top world leaders. Uh, President uh, Biden refused to have Netanyahu come, come to the White House, so he was Putting up difference between uh, distance between himself and Netanyahu, he was getting closer and closer to Iran, and that's when I think Iran felt that it could take the risk of having Hamas attack Israel, and so it was brought on to me any type of weakness when you're dealing with a country like Iran, friendship is weakness, any attempt to have a reconciliation is weakness, and that's what they saw. They saw weakness here, 
And uh, Hamas took advantage of that. It was encouraged by Iran. They went in. And right now, Hezbollah is also waiting. China was, I'm sure, watching this carefully when it comes to Iran, uh, Taiwan. And also, John, President Trump, the Abraham Accords, and even before that with Bill Clinton, you had Jordan was now coming close to Israel. Even the Saudis were talking about coming close to Israel. You had various countries in the Arab uh, states signing agreements with Israel. And now, uh, when President uh, Biden went to meet with uh, uh, Netanyahu this week, the Egyptian president, the Jordanian president, the head of the uh, uh, Palestinian Authority, they all declined to meet. They canceled their meetings with President Biden. So uh, the Middle East is unraveling and going the wrong direction. Congressman Peter King, I think we have to wait and see and uh, see how things develop. And thank you for yep. coming on this Sunday morning, and we'll catch up again real soon. I'll see you tomorrow night, John. Take care.